Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, we are going to do um, our top all-time Buckeyes. So sort of a Mount Rushmore. We're going to pick a top four at each position. So we're going to do three position groups on offense. Uh, we're going to do quarterback, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers or pass catchers if you want to throw in a, a tight end in there, which we know that won't happen. But uh, um, then in another segment, we're going to do defense. So we'll do defensive ends and tackles. So defensive lines as a whole, linebackers as a whole, and then defensive backs. So corners and safeties uh, grouped together there. So uh, we're going to start guys on offense uh, and we're going to start at the quarterback position. That's going to be a very loaded position, especially of late for a while. Ohio state was not known for the quarterback position, but uh, of late, we know that that has changed. Uh, especially under the Ryan Day era. So Greg, Brent are both with me. Uh, all three of us are Ohio State grads. We're big Buckeye fans. So we kind of know what we're talking about for the most part here. But we're going to agree to disagree on certain things, I, I feel like. So um, so let me just throw this out there, guys. Uh, I want you guys, and, and I'll start if you want. I'll just leave this one off. I'm going to start, and I'm going to give you my top, four Ohio State quarterbacks. Now, this is of all time, so it can be any era. This could be, you know, going way back to the 20s or 30s if you want, but I, I'm going to try to keep it to what I know uh, best. So my number one Ohio State quarterback of all, I'm just going to give you my top four. I'm not going to, we're not, I'm not going to, and then we can debate it. So I have Justin Fields, number one. Um, only played two years. But what he did in those two years was was pretty remarkable. Probably should have got to the national championship both years um, and just putting up great numbers. Great runner, great passer. I have Justin Fields as my number one. Um, here's where it gets tough. There's a lot of debate I had for two, three, four, even down to like five and six. Um, because you can factor in national championships. You can factor in... Uh, teams as a whole you can factor in individual numbers you can do a lot of different things this is open for interpretation so I have Justin Fields one for second and I'm going with Troy Smith I'm going to go with Troy Smith because he got them to a national title he won the Heisman Trophy uh, didn't put up the the numbers of some of these other guys but was a great leader and I, I think uh, if you know his backstory uh you know was a was a great 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 uh leader uh third Man. now i'm looking at my list and i'm debating some of these um <laughs> but i'm gonna go with cj stroud third um i i really you know if if a kick goes through if one play marvin harrison doesn't get uh, knocked out of that game i think we're talking about ohio state as national champions never beat Michigan. That's a, obviously a negative for him, but um, you know, I, I still have him as my third best Buckeye uh, quarterback of all time. And then fourth, 
I don't want to do this, but I'm going to say the name because I think he's a great leader, not a great quarterback necessarily, but I'm going to go with JT Barrett because I, and I think I'm going to get some pushback on that one, but we'll see. But uh, so my one through four, I'm going to go with Fields. I'm going to go with um, Troy Smith, CJ Stroud, and JT Barrett. Those are my top four. So uh, Greg, you want to take it? Yeah, I think that's that's. I like the list. I was surprised. I surprised. I mean, I was surprised you had Fields at one. I don't necessarily disagree with it. I actually, I'm, I'm I might, I'm kind of thinking about it, but I don't have actually have them in my top four right now. But that just shows how close it is. And I think the Fields years with COVID were kind of like the forgotten years too. Yeah. But he was absolutely spectacular. So I have Troy Smith at one. Um, okay. You know, for a lot of the reasons you mentioned. I mean, mm-hmm. his numbers retired. He's Eisman Trophy winner. He got Trestle to stop playing Trestle ball for a couple of years, <laughs> open it up and throw it, throw it a lot. So, but he was obviously a spectacular quarterback. Hits us close to the heart, I think, as we were there at that time too. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I I had Stroud, and and I was thinking, man, this might be recency bias coming through. But as far as just being able to to throw the football just the ability to throw the football and we'll see how it translates to Sundays. But I feel like he and probably Haskins are probably the two best throwers of the football that we've maybe ever had mm-hmm. at this school. So I'm going with Stroud number two. Um, I do have Barrett three and it's a little bit of a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did play four years. He did. He, he was, as you said, a tremendous leader, uh, a tremendous competitor. Um, you know, we wouldn't have won the national championship without him, although we did win it without him, but getting us there and getting us through that regular season was mm-hmm. huge. He had a big part in that title. Um, so I'm putting Bear at three. And then number four, I kind of wanted to switch up eras a little bit. Um, can't say any of us ever saw this guy play, but I have Rex Kern at four. Yeah. Just um, you know, one actually you know, won a national title. We, it's interesting that all the quarterbacks we've we've talked about, um, we hadn't really mentioned, we hadn't mentioned any that actually, you know, won a national title, you know, except Barrett's kind of an asterisk. Yeah. But um, Rex Kern, you know, it, it was probably the iconic quarterback in the Woody Hayes era. So I put okay. him. Yeah, I had him as my number five guy. And I have Fields right there. And, and, and man, that's tough. Okay. No, no, that's, that's, that's great. So that's a good list. And we have some differences, which is great. So Brett, let's go to you now. So Ohio state quarterbacks in your top four. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly going to go Tom Tupa number one. <laughs> <laughs> he can, which guy can punt the ball the best? <laughs> uh, no, I honestly, I had, uh, I, I have Troy Smith number one, like Greg does, but I have Justin Fields number two. So okay. like, that was sort of a, a little recency bias. And I think with the COVID year two, that kind of took away what like some even better stuff we could have saw out of them. So it was kind of like disappointing that we only got that call it year and a half worth of stuff out of them. Um, after that, I'm, I'm a little bit like Justin. Uh, it's, it's all pretty, pretty tight knit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could look at who won national championships. You can look at who won who was in Heisman running, all that sort of stuff. Uh, recency bias, I, I think 
I'm going to go with Greg on this one with CJ Stroud at three, um, which just, I think you, you maybe had him at three. I had him at, um, I had Stroud at three. Greg had him okay. at two. Yeah. I, I like, okay, Greg had him at two. Yeah. I, I like him at three and I think he, he might be maybe the best passer we've had. Mm-hmm. Like Justin Fields had that dynamic, great passer, but he can run too. I think CJ Stroud's accuracy is just off the charts. And I think, you're starting to see that a little bit of camp and how he's just being uh, propped up a lot o- over with the Texans. So yeah. um, after that, Justin, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's Barrett. Four. <laughs> I don't, Greg alluded to it. I don't think we get that national championship in 14 without him. Okay. Um, as much as I love Cardell Jones and what he did in that, in that run, I think, you know, the way Barrett played throughout the year that it was just, especially after Vautech, um, which was a lot of, you know, welcome to college football. Okay. No. Um, so so that'd be yeah, that'd be my four. After that, it's it's sort of like I have always loved Joe Germain, so he would have he would have plopped right in there in in five or six. Uh, you know, Rex Kern obviously, um, he deserves to be there. I did this one. I just didn't know where he would go. He's you know he's got his name hung on in the rafters. Chick Harley, I, I just don't like. Is he a quarterback? Is he, I don't know what they called him back then. Like he, Chick of, Harley, really... Chick, Chick Harley might come up in the next segment. I have him listed as a running back. So that's how I was putting yeah. him. But I like, I saw him in the list of quarterback. I'm like I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and honestly, like to give an honest opinion, if you've really never seen someone play, it's hard to give an accurate, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. rundown on them but uh yeah, yeah he's just iconic and it was like it's just one of those things he's going to get mentioned regardless of whether right. he falls onto a list or not and anyone watching this has not seen chick harley play either so. <laughs> literally <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> maybe rose from the titanic is still around <laughs> oh man just a liar isn't she so um did you guys give any credence to uh like a Terrell Pryor or Dwayne Haskins maybe in your top four uh just curious on that uh Haskins I did I thought it the team struggled it wasn't his fault it was the defense defense Mm -hmm. absolute problem when he was a quarterback Pryor loved Pryor but it was it I don't know It, it was tough to put him above some of these other ones yeah yeah those were going to be my two honorable mentions because I do think Terrell Pryor is underappreciated um probably a lot because of the the tattoo gate and some of the bad connotations mm-hmm. that come with him but he was tremendous and yeah and haskins was kind of the almost the first of like besides cardale in the in the playoffs like the first real kind of gl- gunslinger we had in this run of gunslingers that we've now had for the last five or so years he was kind of the the first one to really open it up and throw it all around the field and he could make all the throws and um was spectacular yeah yeah we don't de- we definitely have a lot of um a lot of the same names because i had rex kern that right there i had joe germain right there i had terrell Pryor right there and dwayne haskins what he i think it's just the one season and the defense was so bad so bad um one that kind of helped him his stats but two also you know the the 10 and 2 or the 11 and 2 season which you know wasn't the prettiest so um 
Also, you know, uh, a guy Greg knows a little bit, Craig Krenzel won us a title. I mean, you got to yeah. give him uh, a little bit of credit too. I, I, I have him in the top 10 just Absolutely. based on that 2002 season alone. Um, he was the epitome of game manager. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he did it in the best way possible. He may not, he may not have only thrown 10 passes for a game, but he, he managed that game well. And um, I, I had to put Cardell Jones in the top 10 too, just based on those three games alone. A three game run. Um, you know, and I know there's guys that he's probably going to end up getting bumped out of that list, but he, he helps bring you a title. And, and so, you know, um, I think we got a pretty good list there. So in no particular order, I think we have our four uh, with, um, you know, however, again, you want to do the list, Troy Smith, uh, Stroud, Fields, and JT Barrett, I think are going to be our four uh, pretty solid there with probably like, you know, a group of guys getting honorable mention, Rex Kern and, uh, you know, Cardell and and whoever else. So, um, so all right, let's move on to the running back position. This is, uh, I, I know Dave will be sad to miss this one as his, uh, one of his favorite Buckeyes. I know we'll go on uh, probably this Mount Rushmore here, but um you know, I think there's a clear number one here. Um, so, you know, I, I would be probably uh, not talking out of turn to say, or I think we all probably have Archie Griffin at, at number one, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. So we got to decide on the next three guys. So we, we have to come up with a consensus four here. So um, uh, I let off this one. Greg, you want to you want to take this one? Yep. So, um, yeah, Archie, it's a, it kind of begins and ends with Archie. I mean, when you win two Heismans, that's pretty, pretty telling. And then the one that you alluded to that, that Dave will be sad to miss is another Heisman trophy winner, Eddie George, uh, is kind of is number two on my list. Um, what, that really goes without explanation. And we all got to see him a lot. And incidentally, one of my takeaways as we continue to go through this he didn't hit it much on quarterback, but the John Cooper era, that 90s, yeah. there are some dudes on those 90s teams that are going to be on all these lists. Um, some incredible talent. So Eddie George was my number two. Um, it's after that, it does get tough. And and I kind of stayed away from the the real old timers. Mm-hmm. You know, no offense to anyone, just never saw Chick Harley play or Apollon Cassidy or those guys. They deserve their due, no question mm-hmm. about it. I don't have them on my list, but we'll certainly talk about them. I have Ezekiel Elliott as three. Um, honestly, if he did nothing more than than the last you know three or four games of the, or basically what was it, the last three games of or the four, the Michigan game, the Wisconsin game, the um, Alabama game, and the Oregon game, he could have played only those four games, yeah. and I think he'd be like number four on most people's list. Yeah, right. Didn't have to do much more than that, but he was he was pretty great other than that too but to step up in those when it counted to me is is championship and in mount rushmore material and i put keith byers as number four um absolute beast um phenomenal college career and had a great pro career as well yeah i I think that's a great great list um and i agree with i think i agree with most of those so brett let's go to you next on this one I have the same list as Greg. <laughs> like, I, it is actually in that order. It's the same thing. Like Chick Harley, it's like, yeah, I, I want to put him there. 
but I also like we said before, I, I we never saw him play, so I you know yeah. I don't you know it's it's hard to it's hard to kind of gauge that. Um, and so we're kind of sticking in that world, yeah. Zeke and then or sorry Eddie George, then Zeke, and then I, I was going Keith Byers. I was kind of contemplating, and and I you, you get pushback or you get all right, but Maurice Claret that freshman mm. year, that just an amazing year that he had but it's it's such a small window that he gave us so it's really tough to put in there but he I, you had to consider i had to consider him okay i have three of the same four as you you guys so obviously archie won um i put ezekiel la at two just based on that championship season and um the buckeyes i i think that eddie george heisman season they actually got upset by michigan i believe um, and that was the Tim Biakabatuka game, which I don't I don't even know how old we were, 13 or something like that, 14. And I, I still remember um feeling sick about that. Um, so for that reason I flipped those two, two and three, but you you know, it's um whatever on that. But number my number four guy, I had JK Dobbins. Hmm. Um he is the uh all-time season leader rushing the only 2000 yard rusher in Ohio state history. Um, and he was on that 2019 team. And for me, I think that 2019 team is maybe the best team ever assembled that didn't win a national title at Ohio state. Like you could argue 97, 98, what, you know, those, those type teams, but that 2019 team, like really, you know, they, they were right there. And, um, you know, should have beat Clemson, didn't, uh, but, but we're going to go with those top four uh, that you guys went. We'll go with JK as our honorable mention there. I had Maurice Claret in the top 10. Um, I also, <laughs> I did have, I put Chick, uh, Chick Harley and Cass, um, Cassidy in there too, as honorable mentions, but also Beanie Wells, yeah, like, I don't, yep. he's, he's not good enough to make the top four. But he he was really good. He guy was a like, talented oh, running back. He yeah. was, and you know, guys like Robert Smith. When yeah. you know, like Ohio State was based on the run game back then, and you know, Tim Spencer. Uh, you forget about guys like that. There, Ohio State had a damn good class of running backs for many many years. But I think we can all agree. I think I think we are all agreed. Uh, those four. Um, so we're gonna go with. Uh, Archie, obviously, number one. And then in whatever order, you got Eddie George, Zeke, and Keith Byers. So uh, are going to be our our top four for uh, our Mount Rushmore. Now, I think this is going to be the toughest one. So we're going to go to wide receiver um, or pass catcher. If you want to throw in uh, Ricky Dudley in this list <laughs> or whatever, or, uh, uh, you know, whoever. But uh, Ohio State has just been blessed with so many amazing receivers and you could argue we're not going to include marvin harrison on jr on this list because he is i see dave's jumping in in a second so we'll bring him in but um i don't think you can we can't put marvin harrison on this list however i think after this year he he's probably gonna he, be cracked out top four he would be on it he'd be on it right now if we did if like if we were including you know current players he i think he'd be on Okay. I, I, right. I said this 
before last season, Marvin Harrison was going to be better than his dad. And uh, that's a tough, that's a tough bar to pass, but he's passing it. That's, that's fair. That's fair. All right. We're bringing in Dave. He's, uh, <laughs> he is, he is connecting. You can call, we'll you can call to the bullpen. <laughs> I'm bringing in the closer here. Dave, can you hear us? I hear you, but I don't know why my video is not showing. <laughs> this guy's an IT guy and can't get his video to work. Well, I got this camera here. It, uh, who knows? All right. Let me I'm just, we're just messing with you. Yeah, so go ahead and message me. It's fine. There oh, we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. We there we go. go. Kind of. All right. There we go. Kind of. Right. Kind of. Dave, we did um we already did quarterbacks and running backs. So let me let me just tell you our mm. uh, ratings so far. So we'll go we just did running backs. We have all had Archie Griffin, your boy Eddie George, Zeke, and then okay. we had Keith Keith Byers as our fourth. Would you okay. would you have uh, put anybody else in that top four? I had three. I, I I was I had Dobbins in the list too. Okay. I mean, um, second attempts, second in yards overall. That was my my lean, but you know, can't argue with your choice. No, no, and actually, Other three for sure. Well, I actually had uh, J.K. Dobbins in my top four. Those two had um, Zeke. We have a, we have a, four, we have a tie. Keith we have a tie for fourth. So, <laughs> yeah, we may have five guys up. Maybe there. we'll split their heads in half. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to make an Abraham Lincoln joke there, and I decided to hold back. <laughs> I'm more curious what you want with quarterback. You know, all right. So quarter quarterbacks were um, we were actually pretty. Uh, we we all had a you know. We only had one vote outside the top four guys. Um, but so we went with Troy Smith. Uh-huh. We went with CJ. Uh-huh. Uh, Justin Fields only got two votes, but he got a first and a second place vote. And then we went with JT Barrett. So uh, Rex Kern got a, an additional vote. So anybody different on that list? I had all four of them. So okay. I think he is the highest though. I mean, I also was kind of looking at their the only thing that I have a you know Stroud's obviously awesome and I think he'll have a great career and all that and he's up there on the record board but his 0-2 versus Michigan as a starter I think that's the Ooh. one one yeah. blend yeah so yeah and and not necessarily by his performance either yeah, yeah I was gonna say wow. that's I, I I wouldn't put that on him it's mm-hmm. no, no it's not it's, it's just yeah I, yeah I get it mm-hmm. yeah I, I think a lot can go on the defense those years but um all right let's go to wide receiver now and i think this is going to be the this is going to be the interesting one here and now that there's four of us uh we'll we'll see how the votes go so brett you want to lead this one off yeah i can do i can do that um oh and dave by the way uh we were talking to marvin harrison jr we're not going to include on this list it's got to be current or i'm sorry former players only but we said he probably cracks the top four after this season i I would i would agree there yeah all right sorry brett go ahead oh no we're good we're good um it's we've had a little recency bias in in what we've been doing you know dobbins uh uh, stroud fields um all those have come into play i'm i'm actually not going so much that route as great as these recent wide receivers have been yeah um I guess in no particular order, um, uh, David Boston. Okay. To me, he, to me, he's number one. I, I said no order, but he's he's number one to me. Um, then I got to go Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it gets a little murky, but I'm going two battery mates, 
or two wide receiver mates, I should say, in Holmes and Ginn Jr. Interesting. Okay. Um, I love Michael Jenkins too. It was hard to leave him out, but I just I'd love Ted Ginn. <laughs> like no, he was that's... just unreal. So so it, it, it uh, so my my honorable mentions are though are uh, Jenkins and Galloway. Okay. All right. So, but your four are Chris Carter, David Boston, Ginn, and Santonio Holmes. Yes. Okay. All right, Dave. Let's go to you. What What would be your top four? And then, and don't go into honorable mentions yet. We'll go into those at the end. This was actually the one where I couldn't pick my fourth of all the ones out there, and I didn't actually rank them per se. But I do have Carter as well. I do have Boston as well. I did put Michael Jenkins on there. I just, I mean. He had the most yards I see, and, I mean, the Holy Buckeye. I mean, it's just a great moment there, mm-hmm. too. For the fourth, I mean, it's a couple of great – I had a lot – I mean, I, I can't argue with Holmes, I guess. I mean, he would be a good choice. Um, Terry Glenn, you know, kind of thought about that. Jackson Smith and Jigwa for more recent, you know. So, I'll just go I'll, – I'll stick with Holmes. I'll go with uh, Franklin. I'll agree there. Okay. All right. Wild card pick on the fly. Interesting. I, I will say I have Santonio Holmes and I love the guy, minus the fact that he played for the Steelers. Um, <laughs> I have him as my number nine overall. So like he's a little bit like I loved him as a player, but I have him a little bit more down my list. Greg, how about you? Yeah, this is really hard. And I'm making some kind of game time decisions as we go too, because and and this is definitely in no particular order because I don't really know that I could do an order. Um, I have Chris Carter. I have Ted Ginn. Mm-hmm. I have Terry Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with the fourth, I'll go with David Boston, although it's really hard to leave Joey Galloway off of this list. Um, but I'll go with David Boston because he was an absolute man child. I will say, um, I, and this isn't my pick, but I will say Joey Galloway was my first player i loved at ohio state growing up uh i just remember that number seven jersey and he was like the fastest person i ever remember seeing and uh he was just so good and that like kind of you know i i watched some ohio state and i watched some football before that like mostly nfl stuff but that was like the first guy i like related to um watching but I think we can all lock Chris Carter and David Boston in based on our votes. And then it's going to be tricky, these other two. So I'm going with Carter and Boston. That's actually, I had Chris Carter one, David Boston two. Um, I have Ted Ginn three on my list because of, I think he actually started at Ohio State as a corner. And he was such a great athlete. And that's that trestle thing too. He fi- he finally flipped him, used him as a weapon, and um, he he was maybe had one of the most elite traits of any Ohio State player I ever remember. You just get the ball in his hand, and and crazy things happen. Um, and I still wonder in that tw- two thousand six national championship game if he does not get hurt after returning that opening kickoff, if you know, things don't change. Florida maybe doesn't win. Urban Meyer maybe doesn't win his, you know, would that have been his, that would have been his first national title, Urban Meyer's. Yeah, it was, yep. That could have really changed the course of his career. That could have really, you know, Ohio State would have got over like the SEC hump early. 
I could have changed the course of history a lot there. So um, Ted Ginn for me. So I think those are our three. And then we're going to have a debate at four, I think, here. So that's how we'll close this offensive one out. So my fourth guy I have, I'm going to go with a more um, recent guy. I really wanted to go Michael Jenkins here, but I decided not to. I'm going to go with Chris Olave as my fourth. Um, even though he, he was the one guy that didn't have the thousand yard receiving season um, because he didn't play in the Rose bowl a couple years ago, but he came on against, against Michigan um, and, and just let himself be known in that game. And then just was a smooth receiver. And again, I, I admit it. I, I have some, I have some like uh, fondness for that 2019 team. I don't know what it is, but that team was just just awesome so what we have here is we have three guys locked into a four man uh team but then santonio holmes has two votes so uh so it sounds like we're gonna bump him up there but um so other possibilities let's just throw out some honorable mentions so it sounds like our four are gonna be chris carter david boston ted ginn jr and santonio holmes so um those are gonna be based on our four uh opinions that's there but garrett wilson didn't get a vote michael thomas didn't get a vote joey galloway didn't get a vote terry glenn only got one smith and jigba didn't get a vote so what do you guys think on on those other guys yeah i will say like michael thomas like it's hard to believe that like he's not even on this like in a list in a way just from his nfl career like he's such a stud in the nfl but I think we all were kind of maybe agree it was kind of underutilized at Ohio State in some ways. I mean, mm-hmm. he pulled through at times, but like not like a, not like any of those other guys in terms of like a weapon that we used all the time. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, honestly, outside of maybe the one of the top two or three catches in Ohio State history and on the uh, in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, I can't sit here and re- like recall like a specific Michael Thomas. Ohio State highlight outside of that mm-hmm. um it was kind of one of those guys that just he he just got better and better and it was like I think he just was starting to really become a big time receiver and then he went to the NFL and he just took off yeah um he's he, he's probably not even in top 10 for people but it is interesting in because talking about how we kind of left Michael Thomas off to the side KJ Hill was the all-time leading yeah. receiver. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not even sniffing <laughs> part of the conversation. Yeah. And it should, I mean, it goes to show you the depth, though, of the wide receivers that have gone to Ohio State. There's just so, so many of them, and it's not stopping. So I will I will say, so we have our four. And the one reason I like Santonio Holmes on this list, something I will never forget, a game he didn't even play in, at least that I remember. National Championship 2002. He's on the top of that huddle. I think he's wearing number 82 or something. He's a true freshman. He and he's getting everybody fired up for that game. So that will always, um, you know, remain with me there. And I think we have our top three, and then some of these new guys coming in, especially Marvin Harrison Jr. Knock on wood, stays healthy. I think he he pull vaults to maybe one, maybe, if not one, maybe two on this list. 
after this season. So we were hoping that for Smith and Jigba, but obviously got hurt uh, this past season. So, so we'll see on that, but uh, all right. I think those are pretty solid lists. That's going to be our offensive one uh, guys. We'll run it back here in a minute and uh, we're going to do the defensive side of the ball. So uh, we will be right back. <laughs> 